Please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. You are now entering the flip side. Welcome back to the flip side podcast where we talk everything upside down and inside out and happy 2024. We are back with one of your favorites from last year. Lauren Rozak, the Polish happy pill. I'm so happy to have her. I absolutely adore this human being and she is the Polish Prozac happy pill. Um, So Lauren, I'm so happy that you're on. We were just kind of doing a little deep dive and catching up before we started recording. And we both are kind of feeling like, you know, this year, it's kind of like what uh, Yannick and I last week talked about how this year we're all kind of just we're ready it really is that moment of accepting things stepping into power stepping into the things that maybe we were ruminating over all last year in a seven year so yeah lauren i'm so stoked to dive deep with you we already kind of started so let's see how deep we can go well thank you for having me back i appreciate it and yeah no we definitely we had a prelude to the podcast (laughs) conversation and it um sparked some good convo so we'll see what happens it sparked some good convo and also uh we're just talking about you know the human experience and how if we could listen to ourselves like sometimes we get a little glimpse of other people's lives and we can see like the trajectory that they're on and you know really look at the positives that are going into someone else's life or maybe the negatives or whatever and we were just talking about how it's hilarious how easy you can sometimes pick up on that with someone else. But when it's yourself, it's like no clue. Yeah. It's um, I think I had stated it before, but it's like, we have so much discord between our inner conversations that we have with ourselves that our path is not super clear, but we don't have discord with other people's paths. Like when we look at them or any type of, just yuckiness. So you can see clearly sometimes for them where we can't see it clearly for us. We have to go through (laughs) the peaks and valleys um, and have those inner conversations with ourselves. And sometimes that voice is awesome and we've befriended it. And other times it's, um, it's not so nice. And so you just gotta, it's it's a true, I mean, I believe we're not the only ones who are saying yes right now to that but uh no that's true I think that's where a lot of people are at Mm -hmm. yep I think so too and I'm not gonna lie I don't know how the seven year was for you like I I don't have a lot of seven energy in my birth chart and Mm -hmm. my namesake whatever um but I have a like a pinnacle I believe it is or a um like a span of time and I'm currently in my seven uh, little section but so it felt for me a little overwhelming because I tend to overthink already and so being in a space where it's like 365 days of like meditating and constantly going deeper and Mm -hmm wondering even more and being more alone in you know like a loner sense not in a like lonely sense but then also feeling a little bit lonely too it was it was very strange it was a strange year and I was trying to 
think back to like what was happening in 2014, like the last seven year. And I was like, oh yeah, it was a, it was a lot deeper than that year uh, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, um, I definitely went in hermit mode, uh, this past year because I knew it was under seven energy and I'm born in 87. So I do have that. But on top of it, my mom was a seven life path. Oh, my, my, dad, mo- my mom's a seven. Yeah. My, my dad's a seven life path and born on a seven day. I'm the first child of both of them. So <laughs> There's a lot of seven energy, I guess you can say within, um, but no, I, I, it was definitely a very introspective year, um, gained a lot of knowledge, you know, listened to a lot of different things, wisdom wise, um, experience, but definitely spent a lot more time by myself on purpose yeah. to kind of really learn. I wanted to just learn more about me, but, um, really try and hone in on, the wisdom that's already within me that I just haven't tapped into, I guess you could say. So it's like seven year, you gain that intelligence or that knowledge. And then I like to say in an eight, that's when you can put forth the effort um, into like manifesting it or not even manifesting it, but just bringing it to like an earth side type of. Oh, that just felt really freeing for me because I tend to, I I like, I I tend to be able to hold on to a lot of energy. So I'm somebody who has to like go on walks or be very like in nature to kind of release a lot of energy. And I felt like not being able to really put that seven energy into work as fast as I wanted it to was a lesson within itself. And I felt like when this year turned to 2024, it was like, oh, finally. No, that's, um, I love like lifting weights. I mean, I have my weights in my apartment right in front of me to not have been able to go as hard as I wanted to at times. Cause I mean, when I was in hermit mode, yeah, you are just, you're with yourself mm-hmm. and it's good to get that physical energy out too. Um, but I definitely had instances of like a little being sicker, just random injuries that happen sports wise with my neck and my back. So, you know, it was one of the things where you just kind of, you had to really, and I'm bringing it back to that inner voice thing because I didn't have that physical outlet as much that I had to like, okay, do a mental workout here. Um, an emotional workout and find a different type of outlet because I couldn't go as hard as I normally would do. Yeah. with the fact of it. So now that we're in the eight, I'm definitely like, um, I found a personal trainer. Like we're just, we're kind of diving into stuff, um, that I haven't been able to do in a hot minute, <laughs> yeah. but do so stoked for that. I am stoked too. Cause it does feel like, I felt like, um, even though us like numerology people and for those of you who haven't listened to the previous episode with Lauren, like, yes, we talked about how we met in a numerology space, but we didn't even really talk that much about numerology, but, um, (laughs) but, but yeah, for anybody who like, you know, didn't listen to the last episode with us or like, doesn't really know, um, what we're talking about when we're talking about all the numbers and stuff. I have plenty of episodes on the flip side, talking about numerology, if you want like more of an in-depth, in-depth thing. But um, I feel like us numerology people, like us in the like this friend sphere, 
it was hilarious because like we all knew why we weren't talking to each other and it wasn't personal you know it was just like (laughs) (laughs) like we're just going with the energy like literally it's um and even we didn't want to go with it it was being forced upon us so we kind of just we knew no matter what the conversations would eventually be there again but it just um yeah, we were doing our own things, which is exactly what seven's all about in a sense. So just had to roll with it. Had to roll with it. So if anybody doesn't know, you know, the numbers and seven energy being loner or whatever, and you felt like 2023 was a weird year, and maybe now you can resonate with some of the things that we're saying, <laughs> because even us who knew that the year was going to be a seven year, it just, I couldn't anticipate exactly what it was going to be like. True. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I thought we were prepared. I thought we would be too, but we, no, I mean, as much as we can try and prepare and, you know, be into numerology, like, we're still having the human experience <laughs> down here. We're no better than the person. <laughs> we oh, may have, yes. Like, we may have the knowledge on our end, but it's still going to show us in its own way, its own face. And when, we, yes, it, <laughs> sorry. No, that's legit how it is though. Like it's so, it's so wonky to have, okay, we study this, but then, oh, we have to go through life and it has to rear its ugly head or sometimes it's not ugly. It's just, it has to rear its head in our own life. And there's the peaks and valleys and you just gotta figure your way through it even though it can feel really yucky at times. <laughs> no, and I wanted to, yes, exactly what Lauren said, that just the fact that we knew it was seven did not make us more prepared or better or anything because um, that is when God has jokes and they will say, oh, you think you're prepared for this? Just wait. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to show you. <laughs> but no, I mean, we just had to, uh, I mean, I even have it in like my Instagram profile. We plan and God laughs. Um, oh, it, you do? I, w- I was just picking up on that, I guess. <laughs> of course, <laughs> but because we're Polish, cousins. but no, either way, it's just one of those things where um, we're not immune to anything, you know, it, it just, it was going to come upon us in different ways because we were all under seven energy in 2023. So, you know, whether it was loss, whether it was relationship issues, whether it was sickness, whether it was hermit mode, you know, there's so many different aspects of it. Um, It was going to hit us in some way, shape or form, but it's all about like, yeah, you just have to kind of let go of the control that we always think we have down here. Um, And we do to a point over our reactions to when these things hit us, but that's in how we react to them. But we have no control over how it's going to happen to us. Yes. And avoiding getting into like personal life details, Mm -hmm. but I know we were also talking about that because guys, I'm just as a friend, I'm just really happy for Lauren right now, but I'm not going to let, I'm sorry. But, But I feel like that is another really good, representation is like when you least expect something that's also like when things seep in to your life yeah totally (laughs) totally um we think we're taking sabbaticals longer from relationships and then suddenly (laughs) smack you in the face 
think I, I know that was actually one thing in um uh last year in the seven year like I I remember I had gotten laid off and it's like one of those moments where it's like I thought I was gonna have that job for it I was like I love this job and then mm-hmm. I was like oh just kidding you yeah. know but it could be also more po- but it was also positive because it led me to something new and better so it's just totally. weird like those moments are so funny like we really do you know it's so cliche to say and mm-hmm. I've recognized that the the most truth I've ever found actually are in cliches because mm-hmm. um, they sound corny and we're like oh like we shouldn't listen to it. it's corny but no they're they're cliche and we hear them a lot for a reason um they keep being for a reason like they're still in the way that we communicate with each other in the english language for a reason (laughs) there's a hidden there all the time all the time all the time and it is just that we you really have to like enjoy the ride you have to submit to the to the ride (laughs) yeah even if um it's you know, like I said, it, um, these things, the tower moments, and we even talked about them like in our last episode, um, they can be really good tower moments literally happening at the same time that a bad one is coming in or just a sudden realization. And it's like, oh, those two can exist at the same time. Yeah. And it's all about navigating how you're going to react to them you don't want to give them too much power because you want to be able to somewhat win in some aspect with finding the silver lining of them yeah right but um it's not always the easiest thing which is why I'm grateful for kundalini because of what it does for our system and for us so that when these moments come in we're allowed to accept the joy along with accepting the sorrow of what the good tower moment has or what the bad tower moment has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're very, very spot on about that. Like meditation. Um, I kind of like, I think about this a lot. I, mm. I think about the moment. I'll never forget like the first day that I sat and did the angel course. Mm. And that was like really the first time I'd ever even heard of Kundalini. It was hilarious to me that this like girl that I knew very, um, like not well at all, but I just thought she was cool. <laughs> you know, I was like, I think we'd get along. <laughs> oh yeah, she's pretty rad, honestly. <laughs> she really- <laughs> yeah, and we got like, you know, like talked here and there, but she was like, Do you want to join my class? And I was just like, sure. And then like Thanks. didn't know what I was doing. And I'll never forget like the first day I hadn't made my little room um into like a kundalini setup yet. I just had this pillow and it was kind of used as like a storage closet. And I was going through a rough period of time in my life, which just to preface, I was telling Lauren about my, I, I went to a psychic <laughs> earlier today, which is just, I'm, I don't want to bother people about it, but, <laughs> but um, during really? that period of time, which was stressful, mm. which I've since found out from the psychic that the person that <laughs> was making that time stressful put a curse on me but anyways <laughs> it's cathartic to laugh it's, it's healing it's energy leaving the body that we've changed into joy um or just getting it out of your system so that's a good thing to laugh no it's it's so good because honestly i'm not even mad about like it's 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 like hysterical to it, me 
kind of ha- yeah like yeah. it's it's like he would be <laughs> in any way <laughs> i remember doing kundalini for the first time and like it was the first time like i've heard people say oh i started doing this this and this and my life changed overnight but i was like there's no way like that's always just like that's just a fallacy yeah uh, and my life changed overnight like within a week i was living alone and didn't mm-hmm. have that situation anymore and it all panned out like boom 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 mm-hmm. and i swear to this day it was like unlocking my mind to that level yeah yeah i I, I still laugh too, not to, I didn't mean to cut you off at all. If um, it sounded like we were doing that, we're having mic issues. On both of our ends you some. did not, you did not cut me off, but guys, I'm sorry if I keep cutting Lauren off because yeah, my no. mic is doing something. It's just, I remember that same type of instance where I was also following our teacher and well, she's now our teacher, but I had no idea what I was accepting into my life when she said, hey, do you want to join the angel course? Being one of the first like 22 students and now there's like over, I think 200 at this point. But it's just the mere fact of like, sometimes in life when these things are happening now, you feel so emotionally in them Mm -hmm. that I'm really, really grateful now after practicing for over two years Mm -hmm. that we have this reactionary time where we're just given a few more seconds to figure out how we're going to react to things. And then sometimes we realize because we're in this course, we're able to just kind of watch life like a movie. Like, okay, that was a scene that um, we're experiencing, but I have complete say over how much energy emotionally is going to come out of me for that. Because you just really have to question, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? It That was beautiful. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly. Because Sometimes my brain works well. <laughs> you don't, is, oh, sorry, um, I just cut you off now. Say that uh, again, Lauren. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, sometimes my brain works well and it comes up with really pretty sentences that I have no idea where they come from, but they do. So that was that. You know what's funny is I think it's a Polish thing too. Like I'll <laughs> I've I've never met somebody who was or who was Polish that like this didn't happen to where I don't know if it's because of like the societal programming where it's like Polish people are dumb or like you know those jokes where like you just kind of start like joking about it with your Polish family. It's like, oh ha ha ha, like let's tell these jokes to each other, you know? Yeah. And then no. like and then when we're, we're like profound, we're like, I can't believe I was just profound. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know that was allowed to happen within me because I'm Polish. But no, we we can. And, you know, it's kind of like what um, Kylie has said in the Angel Course, too, that, you know, Kundalini is so powerful. It's a scientific technology where no matter what your blueprint was, you can change it. I love that. So, you even saying like, oh, we're Polish and, you know, the Polak word and all that crap. It's just, it's funny because, okay, I'm like a four life path and, you know, so things are supposed to be, I have to work harder for stuff. And that's still true in life sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
it's one of those instances where at any point in time, Kundalini is so powerful, you can work above your own self and what you were supposed to do down here and change the trajectory. It's so real. And I've never seen more people like perpetuate their own blueprint than like the people that it's blueprinted to. Does that make sense? No, that makes complete. I mean, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like where it's like, we'll do it to ourselves. Like, and it's like, nobody else even said it. (laughs) Yeah. I remember like doing, I was doing Gaia and Chakra for a long time last year and the karma clearing, like I went in on it in the projection meditation and just, I watched my life literally bring in these opportunities where I'm just watching them. Like I knew I could pick them out if I wanted to. Oh, I love that. And it was just like, but in some instances I'm like, you know what? I know I'm not ready for that one, but okay. Like you had, you have choices, but some of us are so one track mind that we can't see these other ones that are possibly out there. And I'm not just talking job, like, Oh, family having this disagreement, you know, or love anything like that. It's just, you can see different opportunities present themselves or start to, and you can grasp onto them and realize that it's okay to know that you have power within you. I think what you said too, takes a lot of wisdom, like, where you can pick like or realize that you can't take everything on right now yeah I, and I think something I had to powerful I had to learn that was really powerful um for me is like I think both of us were also talking about how we love to have our hands in a bunch of different pots we love to experience a lot we love to study yeah. a lot like it, yes. yeah like, yeah like which paradigm do you choose which one do you hone in on when you are equally passionate about so many different things. And I think I remember it being like a, there was a quote or there was a book. I remember, I think it was on Oprah. Maybe it was Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, Someone was talking about being a hummingbird. And when you're a hummingbird and you have equal passions, it's just not as clear as day. Like some people do have when they come down here, they go through school, they go into that job and that's what they do until they retire. Yeah. And then there are some people who have multiple passions, all equally passionate about each one of them, worried to figure out which one it is that they're going to go into first, thinking the other ones will fall to the side, or am I missing out because I didn't pick that one? And it's just, it's, I'm still trying to figure that out. So I really don't have much more to say about that sentence. (laughs) But, but, amen. It's that's literally where we can be at when uh, your mind is like, "Ooh, I really want to be a doula. Ooh, I could see myself teaching Kundalini now. Ooh, you know, going the holistic route and the healing route, going for massage therapy. Like, you know, there's so many different things you can have your hands in. Mm-hmm. Don't want to make the mistake of going into the wrong one. So you're just seeking more clarity about which one to go on right now. Yes. Yes. And not uh, to bring up the psychic again, but (laughs) Lauren, I got to give you this girl's number because I think the stuff that you're talking about is the stuff like I asked questions about today, which I think is hilarious because like we're always very in tune somehow. Yes. (laughs) I don't know what happens, but it does. It does. And 
so I didn't say this before our, our call. So, cause I was like, I don't want to take too much of your time with the psychic reading, but sorry y'all. Now everybody gets to listen to it. Yeah. Um, this girl is great. Her name is Amy. I will put her contact information at the end of this episode. Cause, uh, thank you, Amy. But she told me, she was like, you kept getting laid off from these corporate jobs because your spirit guides keep thinking they're trying, they're like making it clear to you that you're supposed to work for yourself and they don't want your creative energy to go to waste. So just so you know, you will be doing two things, both in the creative out, both in creativity. But, mm. um, you know, if you get laid off again, it's for a reason. <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah, that's um, they have a funny way of, you know, doing that to us down here in our lives. <laughs> but we at the same time, we do ask for it because we're like, yeah what do I do next? But then it doesn't show up the way that we want it to. <laughs> yes. So just so you know, she did, she was able to tell me like, you know how you were like, Oh, like maybe there's so many things I want to do. Cause I was feeling that same way. And then she was like, there's two things. I was like, <laughs> that's nice to know. <laughs> you just helped me big time, <laughs> big time. So <laughs> Yeah. And I know that I'm not supposed to work for a corporate job. So if anything mm -hmm. happens, I'm not going to be mad at myself about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like it, all these things that are happening, they're happening to help you. Right. Feel like it when it's hap when it, <laughs> it doesn't feel like it when it's happening. It feels like a up. And turbulent because it's like, well, okay, then where's the next paycheck coming from? Or like where, but then you have to be open to, um, things just coming to you out of the blue. Like yes, always know where the money's going to come from, but, um, it's just one of those instances where, you know, I've, I've felt stagnant lately in an area in my life where I just don't see growth. I don't feel the emotional happiness I once did. And that's immediately a huge yeah. um, sign to me that girl, you've done what you're supposed to do here. It's time for you to go and do better and do something more aligned with what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Cause we're just going to keep keeping you stagnant <laughs> and making you feel stuck. Until you realize that it's time for you to go elsewhere. And I'm like, oh, this feels so yucky, though. Like, uh, oh, can, can we talk about this feeling? Because I don't think I've ever verbalized it. And thank you for bringing this up. Like that, that feeling of feeling stuck, but also having like forks in the road, like knowing that there are options, but then yeah. like not making decisions. It's that weird gray area. Yeah. It just, yeah. what action do you take? And it doesn't feel clear. Like when I feel stuck, it doesn't feel clear. Whereas like other decisions feel so clear and that's what trips me up. So I'm like, <laughs> is it because I'm supposed to just kind of like lollygag around for the next few days or weeks or months and like, it'll show itself, you know, mm -hmm. like what is that? Or is it like, I don't know if you even have an answer. I just feel like I, I can totally resonate with that. I feel like um, at the beginning of our episode that we're doing right now, like I talked about how we can see clear for other people because there's no discord between mm -hmm. us. Um, but with us, it's not super clear. 
we can see things clear enough to know that those forks are in the road, to know that we're stuck. And that's sometimes okay to just know that much. I love you. (laughs) Like you don't need to be able to see the full picture right now. It can be super foggy behind those forks in the road. (laughs) It's kind of um, not the three of wands in the tarot where you have this one person looking out, Mm. not knowing which route to go right now, but it's okay to be in a state of not knowing and not have that clarity yet. And just like I was, I was talking to Alex before this um, episode and we were just kind of saying um, how I had, just like I talked about in the last episode, (laughs) a tower moment, two tower moments that happened to me on um, literally the 1st of January this year. One was a good one. One was one where I was just like, ugh. And I didn't, um, you can have the joy of the real happy one that I had, and you can also feel yucky about the other one that I had, but I'm okay with both right now. And I'm not making any um, decisions right now because I'm too emotionally still in the bad one that occurred or not the bad one, awakening one that occurred. Like I'm just not able to see things clearly yet for me to um, take this massive leap right now. So it's, it's just okay to be in the state of not feeling okay. (laughs) right now <laughs> Amen. In, you know we we uh, down here we're always told we're always supposed to be coming off as busy yeah being busy is a good thing and I don't I'm not seeing that as true because I'm also seeing a lot of people who are in my life who are busy all the time and I'm seeing how exhausted they are and how they never fully get their cup replenished um in any way shape or form and and that's okay that's their life and I will be there for them as they go through that and try and you know not replenish their cup but support them um in the best ways that I can but I'm okay with not being busy and I'm okay not knowing what's next I know in due time all will be revealed. I have no doubt about that. So, which for some, when you're used to the conversations down here in this earthly plane, um, that you're supposed to come off as busy. You're supposed to be doing this, that, and the other thing. You're supposed to have all these plans on the weekends and traveling so much during the week and, you know, make that money though. And it's just like, okay, that's great, but we are human beings and not human doings. And so it's okay to just now. I love that. We're human beings, not human doings. I mean, we do have to take physical action, of course, but I'm just in a state right now where I know that's not where I'm, I'm not meant to be taking a physical action in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I will still take action, but just in that right now, I need to emotionally detach a bit more to see things clear. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's not easy, but um, <laughs> that's what's being asked of me. So I'm just following. 
Yeah. You know what's crazy is that like another thing that humans are always told or like a lot of different people are told growing up are like emotions are bad and like not to be emotional Mm. or X, Y, and Z pertaining to emotions. So I grew up with like, I feel like I saw both equally, but at the Mm. same, at the same time, something more latched onto me of like emotions are, you know, you keep those to yourself Mm. and you work through them yourself. And over the last, that was kind of like my seven year uh, realization was to like work on becoming more vulnerable out loud with like people that I, I trust and care about because like we're all emotional and if we're not then we're a sociopath but we're told like it's so normal that like we're not supposed to be emotional about things um and I think that you're so accurate where it's like yes there's a time and place though like it's not all bad all good and that goes with anything in in this human experience it's like we have to detach from whatever is making us emotional, but those emotions also show us that it's important to us. Yeah. I mean, if, if we didn't, the reason why we have emotions is to express them. If we didn't, if we weren't supposed to have emotions, we wouldn't be experiencing them at all on this earth. It kind of tells where we're at. We weren't given, they're not bad things. It's just sometimes people don't know how to process them and they show them in really weird ways it's they're completely valid yeah whatever you're experiencing that's what you're experiencing in that moment yeah and you and you should I think the thing is too is finding people to feel safe enough to express those emotions around and I think that's where I'm seeing a lot of like older generations and may actually you know what I don't even want to say that I want to say it can happen to anybody for sure yeah easily yeah and I see it actually a lot with like Gen Z and then I guess the one below that is Gen Alpha. I'm not sure. They might be too young still. But they're having they're having a really hard time like like garnering close relationships and feeling safe even though their whole generation is like safe spaces and not, you know, causing any waves or or anything and it it's interesting to me how like that is it sounds so simple like yes find people that you think are safe and like really start like talking to them mm-hmm. um but it's 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 wild how something so human is something so hard to do in in modern um actions i don't know why though like it's something that i'm glad we're just bringing up and maybe we don't mm-hmm. have a clear answer to it but it's like a good reminder for people like like i think the healthier we express our emotions like the healthier the world gets because like like all the kind of evil and negativity stuff comes from like repressed emotions <laughs> yeah i mean i definitely have realized that most people um and this has just been my experience thus far um and i talk to people every single day <laughs> like yeah. i talk to a lot of people and um a lot of people have conversations so they can react to them. Like people aren't listening to really hear and to listen. They're listening to react to what you're about to say. You can or you can tell because if you're talking to someone and they're cutting you off or their mouth is already opening to form a sentence before you've even, even finished your thought, they're not really listening to you. 
they're not processing what you just said. They're not trying to figure out what state you're in when you're saying them, where you're coming from. So, I mean, but a lot of these, it is, it's, it's, it's sad in the sense that these days there are a lot of kids are out there or, you know, people in their twenties, um, who don't have that safe space. I don't know if they were truly listened to. Yeah. So therefore, I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree in that sense of things. Um, but I mean, that's just been my experience where if I'm listening to you, I'm present with you. I want to actually know you. I want to learn you. I want to see where you're at. How am I going to be able to help you or be a friend to you or a partner to you if I can't be present and listen to listen, not listen to just, oh, for my next sentence. And just so everybody knows, Lauren is probably the best listener. (laughs) I, I, you know, I didn't always feel heard or listened to as a child. And I had issues being a good listener like literally maybe just even five years ago. I can relate to that. I can relate to that. I, yeah, I definitely can say that when I say I've experienced it, I've literally have been the person that when I was listening to someone, I was already trying to form a sentence to clap back or because my reactionary time was so short and this is where it comes back to Kundalini yoga again but it's made me a better listener, um, a better uh, future partner to whomever I'm in relationship with, a better friend, um, a better daughter, a better aunt, a better sister. I mean, granddaughter, I, I try to be what I couldn't have when I was younger or what I was a few years ago. Yeah. we're really seeing a low amount of people who are able to be present and be that safe space and listening space for people. And we were meant to find Kundalini and change our brains (laughs) and personalities. And, you know, that was a huge blessing. And I, I mean, Kylie's even said like, kundalini chooses you you have to choose it it's going to bring up stuff and it's going to feel gross at times it's not going to feel lovely we do really weird shit sometimes in kundalini classes um but it's legit and it's for real and i'm grateful for it because we're able to be these random people that you meet um that can actually listen to you and be that safe space for you emotionally you know what? I can totally resonate with all of that because I used to be the person as well. And I and now I will cut people off when I'm excited. But yes. before, yeah. I just didn't want to hear people. So right. I can totally admit to that as well. And I think once you become conscious of that, like I started to recognize how much I actually loved to be a listener mm-hmm. and like loved to conversate with people like when I think back to those moments, I'm like, what the hell did I think was so cool that I needed to be the only one talking? <laughs> Dude, I, I, yeah, I love being the observer now. I love like when I'm hanging out with my family, I'm, I'm quiet, you know, yeah. unless I talk to, 
And it's a really good question. <laughs> you know, it's not um, surface level talk. I like depth. Me too. I really, and I want to, like, I'll watch my nephews and my nieces and just how they are emotionally and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm seeing where he is at or she is at. And I'm so happy I get to be there for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether it's, you know, my brother, you know, my stepsister, you know, just my, you know, my almost stepmom, my grandmother, just anyone in my family or my friends. And I'm able to give them that attention now that I wasn't able to. Yeah. But also it's invited a lot of really cool people into my life, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, people who maybe never had anyone to listen to them. They finally found someone that can. And I don't, and the other thing too, is that when I'm done listening, I'll know if I'm supposed to give advisement or not. I am not in any way, shape or form. Um, (laughs) You know, I just go on, okay, what I've observed is this. And what I'm getting from you is this. And I'll feed back to them and they'll be like, that's exactly what I needed to hear. I'm like, that's what you just told me. <laughs> I'm like one that, of those people. On <laughs> an actual list like that, if you are being present and you are a good listener, you are not listening to react or put in your two cents. I am like you in the sense that I get excited because I'll be like, oh my gosh, I can relate to you. And it's not for me to take the attention away from you. I just want to let you know that yeah. I really, sympathetic or empathetic to what you're going through because I want to, I went through it in this way. Yes. Yes. That is such a good definition of it because sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and that's just old trauma of ours because (laughs) (laughs) no, we're cutting someone off. We were supposed to be listening, but in, especially if if you have Aries in your chart, that is something. Yes. Venus and Aries. I'm an Aries sun and Jupiter, so I hear oh, you on. We, I, why did I not know that you were an Aries? No, I think we had this discussion, but we forgot until right this instant. Wait, rem- we did. We did. I'm remembering it now, too. <laughs> but it's one of those things where oh. we, we get super stoked. We're cardinal signs. So it's like, oh, I hear you on that. Like, I feel you. I went through this. I went through that in this way. And so I'm on the same wavelength as you are like, I get where you're coming from. Wait, so I'm wait. Sh- you have Venus and Aquarius. I do. And I, okay. So I'm Aquarius sun, Venus yeah. and Aries. Okay. This is, I'm remembering this conversation. I did not mean to cut you off totally, but I was like, oh my, we have the inverse of each yeah. other. So it like really makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, good friendship we have here for yeah. sure. It's solid. Um, and we, go to new depths all the time (laughs) in conversations that would scare people. Um, Mental stimulation. Yeah, no, but it's just like, I don't like, I don't like shallow conversations. Don't ask me how work is. I'm going to give you the same answer I did last week when I saw you because nothing's changed. Um, You know, it's, it's kind of like, don't ask me how the weather is because you live two streets away from me. We're experiencing the same weather. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, just get to the inner, you know, the inner depths of, so we can learn 
and really like deepen relationships. And because that's the thing too, a lot of relationships these days I'm seeing are really surface level. Oh my God. Okay. Speaking of that. So I, I've almost never found myself in a position where those that I spend a lot of time with, I I can't reach a depth Mm -hmm. at least eventually, Mm -hmm. you know, but, oh my God, I have one person in my life where it does feel like I'm like gritting teeth being like, how was your day? How Mm -hmm. was work? And it's so bizarre to me. And I don't know if that is, and sorry, that was just kind of an aside. Um, but I've I've noticed a lot of the, the same surface level kind of stuff too, especially when I'm at work where it's just like, it's this weird level of energy that I've maybe just forgotten or something. I don't know how to like, I I can't tap back into that all the way. I don't really want to. Mm. Um, but I think a lot of people like it's all fear based, right? Like we don't want to make waves. No, we don't. And I've noticed that more since the pandemic, which is weird because I thought it was going to be like the inverse of that. And maybe that happened for some people, but like a lot of people became a lot more quiet and like less themselves. Yeah. Like you're, uh, yeah, you get screwed if you share um, an opinion about these days and um, which is sad. It really is because you build these foundations of possible relationships upon depth yeah. and have conversations that feel yucky. Or you see people unable to have these conversations unless they're under the influence of something that gives them like liquid courage. Uh, or yes, your go is down or it gets in the way. It's so high that you think it's down, but it's, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're unable to like, um, have the courage that no matter how this conversation goes, I'm going to be okay. But I have the excuse that I was drunk or something. (laughs) Yes. Oh, and that's, that's so profound when you can get over that, like no matter how this conversation is going to go, as long as I'm authentic and in my truth, it's okay. Yeah. And it's, you have to be okay with, I'm about to have this conversation. It could go one of two ways. I could possibly lose this person or this could be the conversation that brings us to a deeper depth uh, and okay with knowing it could go either way. Yes. Oh and my God. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. No. And solid with yourself. Like you're okay with you. It doesn't matter the external validation at all. Like you're solid with you. You're okay with you. And that's what should be able to make you have those conversations, no matter how, yucky they can feel. I didn't mean to think out loud and almost cut you off, but again, there was another thing that what you were saying (laughs) just brought me to. It's like, I think we've talked about this before where like in both of our lives, maybe in different, um, you know, it looks different, but Mm -hmm. I feel like in my life, like the overarching lesson, and I feel like maybe a lot of humans experience this is like the art of non-attachment. Mm-hmm. And, and that to me is really difficult because I will go through periods of time where I like feel like, yeah, non-attachment, whatever. But at the same time, I feel like it's so human to like want to attach to things and like experience that and like have a deep love and care for something and like not want it to go, mm-hmm. you know, but I feel like that is so like 
a thing that I'm constantly being reminded is like to detach and like somehow Mm -hmm. still Mm -hmm. have that same love and and feeling with without the need to to hold on to it and like I feel like I get better and better at it every year and Uh I'm like constant you know I'll take like three steps forward one step back like it's a progression like that Mm -hmm. um and just like what you're talking about like we're afraid of like losing somebody so a lot of the times I can even recognize now in myself like I am afraid of that other Mm -hmm. part of the conversation even though like consciously like on a higher plane and like subjectively that is so the right way to do it because that's how you're going to find like the best things in your life yeah it's how you find your tribe it's how you find your partners in life it's it's how you deepen relationships and I definitely um have many instances right now going on where I'm detached but to observe yeah and make sure that I it has the potential of me attaching healthily to it smart smart so I mean you can be both detached and attached at the same time (laughs) like I'm under I had an issue in past relationships I would lose myself oh yeah I feel that (laughs) about my hobbies making sure I'm good um you know I just want to be around that person all the time and I never poured into myself and so I literally told you right before we started this that I like took a sabbatical from dating and everything for many years, like little tiny relationships here and there within, but you know, I'm back into the realm of suddenly dating again. (laughs) And it's, um, I'm going into it completely differently though. I'm going into it like in a sense of, um, healing still, but being more healed than I was and remaining detached to make sure it's going to be possibly, you know, healthy relationships when I'm starting to see people. Um, because I also have come aware of like my worth and what I put into and, you know, I'm hoping my, you know, potential partner, whatever, um, they have their own stuff. Mm -hmm. I have my stuff we carry it together and we come together, but I'm not getting in the middle of their karma. They're not getting in the middle of mine, but we can still have a real healthy relationship that's close and attached, but it's just, you have to be really, um, careful these days. You just, uh, no, I, I just didn't want to keep going through the same pattern over and over and over again. And I knew after my last relationship ended, I'm like, Lauren, you got to take time because you're doing this wrong. Yeah, I can, I can so relate to that and be careful with what she, it is true. Like I'm not somebody who ever likes to fear monger. And I'm not saying that like, you can't get some valid lessons out of it. But as I've learned today, I had a (laughs) curse put on me from someone else's karma. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like literally this is what that lady told me was your aura i'm sorry lauren has heard this <laughs> do it people alex it, you never know <laughs> your aura on the right side is translucent and red and in retrograde because of um 
someone else's karma. And she was like, literally, you don't deserve this. It should be gone by now. It's someone else's. <laughs> yeah. And immediately I was like, you need to message our Kundalini teacher so she can give you meditations to help with your aura. <laughs> yes, because it is not mine. Go home. I'm talking to the court. Go home. Because you, you ever wonder though, like how much of the stuff we experience is not ours? Oh my God. Now, like hearing that, because it was so again, like I've never been to a psychic. And like those who have been like longtime listeners now, like they know I love Adela. She's come on here before and she's a medium. Um, and like talk to some people who do tarot readings, but I've never personally gone actually like to have my own personalized session, which I wasn't yeah. even really going to tell anybody that, um, it was just going to be a personal thing, but I feel like it's, yeah, like now I just want to, and I think that's cool to do now. Like at first I was like, I'll keep it to myself. But now I'm like, no, like I went into that and it was such a peaceful process where everything that they said. And of course, you know, for the skeptics out there, I'm like also a skeptic, but I want someone to convince me. And this girl did exactly that. Like everything that she said, I I was like, I don't want to say anything. I want you to try and guess. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> um, and so it's, it's wild because I have been wondering, like the first, the very first thing that she said to me was that I've been taking two steps forward, three steps back for a while now. And it's weird. And she doesn't really know why. Cause like, it's not supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you just asked me that, like how much energy isn't ours? Like I felt like that for the last few years and like had no, I was like, what have I done? I was like, did I do something to like, um, cause a karmic debt? Mm -hmm. you know? Like, and I can almost say that comically, like, you yeah. know, just joking around, oh, what did I do? Um, but no, like to find out genuinely, like it's not mine felt so validating. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I think that's where, you know, you said you wanted to keep it to yourself at first, but then when you have the realization and the clarity that was given to you today, that it's not yours and it was something else, then you know that you could possibly release it easier. Right. Like now it doesn't have this stronghold over me. Right. Cause you, unless you are told it from an outside person who can see mm -hmm. that, within you, you're just, you have no one else to blame except for yourself because you're the one that's, it's happening to it's care. You're carrying it. Yep. And oh my God, you just reminded me too. So I've been wondering like, okay, I have been like, I've always, I've always loved my alone time. Don't get me wrong. Like, mm -hmm. and so lonely is not a term that I've used too often. Like, um, I've definitely experienced loneliness, but over the last like couple years especially like I've definitely felt like a little twinge of like I'm Lonely. so alone like I'm doing a lot of this alone and I don't really feel that close to anybody yeah and and that was like this other thing too when you have like uh I'm gonna like I think this is where we get the terminology demon so like I'm gonna say like that's like an attachment you know what I mean mm -hmm. like like that kind of energy that's not mine um, yeah like and, the attachment kind yeah. of yeah yeah like I think that that is so such a um because like when it's attached like you start feeling all these things that will separate you from yeah. good people and people that you love and you're like oh like what's wrong 
and mm-hmm. it's not it's not like anything's how it's like you yourself like I'm like oh I just like don't really feel like going out and seeing my friends or I just feel like being alone like it's those little things like you were saying where I'm like I don't know if those were exactly my intentions yeah like something was just holding me back mm-hmm. ah so why well you're around and this is a funny thing too but um to bring up the drinking thing again I mean there's a reason why they're called spirits right right and, and I haven't drank I haven't drank in um almost like a year and a half too but like she said this thing has been on me since two years so I don't know yeah. the whole thing is that it wasn't even you didn't put it on yourself and to, to begin with so that's the whole thing is that when you're an energy exchange with anyone whether it's giving them a hug or you know well there's many different types of energy exchange but you don't even have to have it with the person like alcohol itself is a spirit mm-hmm. and that's when you are most prone to possession because it's something stronger than you that is now taking over you yeah. and that is that has stayed with me that you know Gary had always put out there and I'm like I never even put that together mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like in my younger years in any way shape or form but Same. no like if I'm even going to be around someone that I know is going to be drinking uh you bet your bet I uh definitely did some nice magic beforehand to make sure <laughs> that I'm it yeah. just is this it just is what it is I mean yeah. you you have to advocate for yourself and in the, um, or any type of instances, you know, where just some darkness can be there. You have to somehow remain the light. It, it's very, very real. Like I, uh, uh, gosh, I feel like I met most of you guys when I was making music in uh-huh. G33. Yeah. But, but now thinking back to that too, like that was in such a place where like it was in the depths of night like uh, the the nighttime everybody was was drinking everybody around me too I want to preface this like I'm not just saying this because I'm like speaking publicly but like everybody except me in those studio sessions would be on so many drugs yeah and like also when you're making music and you're tapping into all of that like you know, and I wasn't even there trying to like tap into anybody else's stuff. I was just trying to cut my song, but I, the pro- producer wanted to do party things too. Yeah. So like- yeah. No. And I think the thing is that the people you're around can change the energy in the room. Yeah. And I remember, um, my God, all these conversations keep coming back to Kundalini. But- I love it. No, bring it back. Bring it back. Shout out the angel course. Uh, maybe <laughs> Kylie will give us a discount code. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like she even said the other day, she's like, um, there are instances where it's okay to bring down your aura. And there are instances where it's good to have a big, bright one. Yeah. You know? And you have to know when to do both because you don't always have to be so on all the time. Yes. Oh, and I you, love that. I love you, that. Yeah. You just have to know like when to use it for the good. Cause you don't, I mean, if you have a big aura, then sometimes it's going to push people away. And even like what she was stating today, you know, um, oh, what did she say? I literally did Kundalini right before we started this episode. So I'm still kind of absorbing. Yeah. Um, cause like, she'll say a message at the beginning of every class of ours and then we'll do the class 
and then I get the like the download. Yeah, <laughs> I could say of what it was bringing up, but you you she was just talking about all the different types of people that you could meet, and you don't want to possibly miss out on meeting all these different types of people mm-hmm. just because your aura was too massive that day and you didn't want to bring it down. Like you should have all different types of people in your life, yes. old, young, middle-aged, like into this religion, into that religion just makes you more well-rounded as a person. And she kind of said, you know, what kind of teacher would I be if I didn't have all these different types of people around me? Like, why would I just want 20 year old females who are the spiritual woo woo stuff? Like, what is that about me? No, that's so real. That that's so real. And that reminded me too. um, actually Adela speaking of her, she had said something about how, um, like we can like the, the theory or sorry, the concept of invisibility Mm -hmm. cloaking yourself in Mm -hmm. magic is this ability to bring down your energy in your auric field to where like you really can start walking around outside and like Mm -hmm. people don't notice you or people do notice you and I started kind of like playing around with that um and there would be times where I'm like okay I'm gonna go into the grocery store and cloak myself and I'd had people like run into me like not realize I was there (laughs) like yeah I was like, dang, this works. Or maybe I'm just really like uninteresting yeah. today. You know, that's like the 3D thing. But it, mm-hmm. it's, it's wild, like just how much we don't recognize or convince ourselves like our energy isn't potent. Right. Just like you're saying. And I'm, I'm glad that I haven't done Kylie's class today yet. Um, mm. So I'm glad you gave me a little sneak peek. Oh, <laughs> wait, it was, a good, it was a good one. <laughs> no, it's it honestly, what isn't it? Um, True. you know, some people will look at the times because it can differentiate daily how long the class is going to be, but the message that she gives is always the message that is needed to be heard. Yeah, that's very and true. Get out of the ego so you can sit down and listen to it and not care about how many minutes are left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, we do prayers for everyone at the end of the class and, there was a certain point in time where my ego was up and I would do satnam really quickly and then get off my mat. And I'm like, no, like I want to be so present that as soon as I, you know, now I'm there until she signs off till that yeah. class. Cause there have been so many times where people have like prayed for people in my life that I've asked for prayers on. And I'm like, who am I to like, Oh, so ooh, they can pray for me, but I'm not going to sit and, you know, so it's, it's like, check your ego at the door. (laughs) No, it's real. Like I I've had moments where, when I have like this, um, crazy, like, um, urge to leave Shavasana when I'm doing like a vinyasa class or hot yoga, I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I need to stay. Cause why do I want to get up so bad? (laughs) Like there's a reason something wants you to get up and out, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's so, I feel like it's completely normal for literally the one thing that's supposed to bring your ego down, which is known as yoga. Yeah. That it would interrupt your class so much to make you leave it. Isn't that wild? That's so wild. Isn't it? Like what? (laughs) Observing stuff is so interesting these days, Alex. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, you ain't got to tell me twice. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And every time I try to just like dismiss it and go like super 3D where I'm like, okay, maybe I went a little, you know, like, let me go back down to earth and 3D it. Mm-hmm. That was why I was, I was kind of wondering like how I was going to be today filming this because I do have a tendency to kind of fly away or float away during yoga every single day. And I was like, no, but it's going to be like, it's going to actually be beneficial to be kind of floaty Lauren. <laughs> no, floaty Lauren is floaty. Lauren is always welcome on the flip side because Lip has been a little too much in the 3D just for like, honestly, just to be like, oh, like things are getting a little weird. Let's go down to 3D. But the thing is, and I'll just tell you guys lesson now, okay? You can't escape it. <laughs> like, you really may as well just. Yeah, just embrace it. Like, that's the lesson I learned is because I was like, I'm going to just kind of go back into some 3D stuff, which was it was necessary for me. I needed to see the contrast again because I was going on such a like spiritual thing that I was like, OK, I got to like ground myself. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you kind of have to like ground yourself a little bit too much or get a little too floaty. Yeah. So and it's finding the, the balance of being super grounded and being super floaty where mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But Lauren, so okay, 2024. Mm -hmm. We know you got big things coming up, but yeah. do you have anything that you know either you're wishing for yourself, something that you want to share with people for the year ahead, or you know, something that you just hope for? anything in in general for this year like is there anything that you want to share before we close out this episode um that you think we're headed towards um i really think making sure that we all remain with a prosperous mindset this year is really important um bringing back to like the new numerology thing uh eight is power karma and money mm -hmm. And it's okay to think that you're powerful because you are, and it's okay to want prosperity in your life because you deserve it. And, um, you know, just, just to remain supportive of others because karma is a real thing. And, um, there, yeah, I mean, just remain supportive of people in every way, shape you can. I love that. And something that I always think about when it comes to like money and power is, you know, it's so it's like elementary almost in like yeah. the spiritual world. But again, cliches, elementary stuff, like sometimes the basics are, you know, they're good building blocks um, in the secret when they're like, you know, um, there's always enough to go around. I think that's a huge lesson for this eight year too, is like, if we see other people being prosperous, like that doesn't mean that you aren't going to get yours too. Right. And it, it comes to you in different ways. And I mean, there's always been that attachment of like, oh, prosperous meaning money or wealth meaning money. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like, no, you just being there for someone. Yeah. If they're going through a tough karmic cycle or they are losing a job or they're going through something, you being there is a form of wealth for that person. 
Yeah. And them being there for you, God forbid anyone goes through something. Um, there's a reason why the eight is shaped the way that it is. What yeah. you give out comes back to you. Um, and so it's just one of those instances where in any way that we can remain supportive to people this year um, and just make sure that your mindset is like clean. Yeah. Just make sure that you're checking in with yourself and that you're good with you. And no matter what is happening around you or to anyone else, don't let it change what you want for yourself. Amen. Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. <laughs> Don't get stuck in other people's karma. You don't have to. Yeah. Don't take on their mindset. Yours. It is like you are in control of you. Yes. That is all control over and what you feed yourself. So just really, really like filter out. You know who you feel healthy and the best around. Be with Fact. those people. Reason why. That is so true. That is something that uh, I know a lot of people have a hard time with. And I, 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 uh, I, I think I learned one of those lessons. Like that was one of the lessons I learned a little bit earlier. And so when I say that, know that, you know, I'm going through my own different lesson. Like, you know, in some of the lessons I'm oh. going through now, people have. Yeah. And mastered. we're not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even, and I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm not saying it. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not immune to any of this either. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, that's why I always have to preface this stuff because I'm like, like, just so you know, I don't know more than you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I check my mental diet every single day. I don't even like calling it a diet, but just like the, yeah. the mental filter, the mental yes. filter or the lifestyle yes. daily, just make sure I'm good so I can continue giving to others, but I definitely, I am human, need to check myself at the door. I probably do it more than what people think, <laughs> yeah. but it's a good thing to do. I got to make sure that I'm, I'm good for the people around me, but oh no, there are times you just got to check yourself. Oh yeah. Amen. You know? Amen. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I, I learned is like, I like people that I didn't feel healthy around, mm -hmm. I was able to, I'm uh, there, there are moments, of course, there's always like one that sneaks in you're like, Oh God, like, I forgot what that felt like. Um, but mm -hmm. especially when it pertains to like groups of friends that I would hang yeah. out with, like I can now be like, okay, this group is not for me or like, you know, whatever that is. So just, yeah, I like what you said is like, no, like you don't, it, it's not worth it. Like there are other, there are other friends and yeah, you like, need anybody to talk to you. We're, we're fun and weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we are fun and weird. Yes, we, um, but it's, it's nice. It's a nice change up though, because like when you do have to exit friendships or relationships or, you know, um, relationships with family in any way, shape or form workplaces, it's okay because you're making space for something new and better to come in. It's always going to be a step up. Yeah, always, like, always. Unless you're doing, like, the only thing I can think of is I've tried to argue this point with myself, like, just, you know, overthinking. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you have to just be, like, intentionally doing really horrible things, right? For it to not yeah, be an upgrade. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, I mean, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, we – 
we do yoga, we put the intention out there every day to better ourselves. We want it for ourselves and we want it for the people around us. That's why we try and, you know, I don't know, my intention behind doing kundalini yoga and making sure I'm good is because I never know when I'm going to be called upon by like a friend of mine or my brother or my father or my grandmother or my aunt or my cousin, you know, like I want to be able to be fully with them and I need to make sure that I'm, that my cup is full so that I can be of service to them. And I mean, I feel like if that is your intention every day, then you're only going to be bettering yourselves in every opportunity that comes. And just because a a job is maybe ending, it's because you served your time in that position and it's time up like you're no longer aligned in it and you feel unaligned and that's where it feels yucky yeah so full circle moment full circle moment full circle moment <laughs> Love oh. the full circles. we did that last time too <laughs> we do it every time during all conversations and it feels so good because i talk in circles so i'm like oh the circle is complete <laughs> <laughs> Circle of life. Where's Mufasa? No. Oh, oh my God. I love it. So, okay, Lauren, for those of you who do not know Lauren, and this is your first time being encountered with this beautiful soul who I absolutely love so dearly, where can people find you? Um, And, you know, I think I'm just going to put it out there. You know, no pressure, Lauren. Whenever you find what you are called to do within this year, I think that you're going to have a long list of people who would love to work with you so I I just I can see it on your path (laughs) love that well thank you because I have discord to seeing my path and you do not so thank you for that visual um I'm honestly I'm on x or twitter um oh do I remember my handle nope but (laughs) you'll find her if you're supposed to (laughs) just look at gg33 somewhere and then on instagram it's just at lauren rosak in a lowercase um yeah and that's that's where i'm at that's where you can find me i love it well thank you again for coming over to the flip side i know people loved your episode that we did last year so much i definitely wanted to bring in the new year with you and your beautiful energy and um it's just you're always just a delight and like lauren has truly been one of those people for me that like when I haven't found people that I thought were safe people to speak with, Lauren definitely shows me and like open. She was definitely that person for me that showed me like people are safe. So I have to just commend you and thank you for that personally, Lauren, not to like show the world our little love fest right now, but I just have to thank you for it. <laughs> no, I'm equally as grateful. It's a beautiful friendship and Polish cousinship. And um, no, and just, I really hope people know that there are people who exist who are willing to be safe spaces and listen and not listen to just hear you and start their realm of the conversation or a reaction back. Um, Like, please know those people are out there and you just, you'll find them. You will find them. There are people with good intentions. They really are. Totally. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You guys heard it here first from the Polish Happy pill, Lauren Rozak. 
Um, I absolutely adore each and every one of you guys for listening and for following the flip side. You guys make my life super joyful. And again, last thing I'm going to say about this psychic, she told me, you know, I'm supposed to do two things. I'm really hopeful that this is one of them. She said I was not meant to work for other people. So hopefully this is what will be. Let's go girl. Let's go viral. Let's do epic stuff. Let's Let's fucking go. So, you know, if you can share the show, (laughs) tell people to listen. I would appreciate it. Yep. We're going to do all the things. If anybody has any connections with Theo Vaughn, I just really want to talk to that guy and like see what his like head's all about. That's another thing too. I just thought I'd put that out there. Um, The energy felt right to to ask for that. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I love you so much. I don't know where that came from, but uh, again, uh, I'm an open portal today, so... We're vibing high, and I think life path, actually, or along those lines, so that would Wait, be... Which, which life path? It cut out? 33 life path. Oh, thank you, but I am a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, miracles can happen. We See, chant that. Okay, this, so. this is what we're going to tell... Do you, you know how there's like a bunch of GG33 people who are, um, they're like, not really anti nine, but I find it hilarious because I'm in the group and I'm a nine. So I'll just like listen to the discord and I'm like, yeah, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. I mean, I don't even have anything to say about that. Honestly. <laughs> I don't either because come on, we all have our lessons and I, I don't, every nine that I've met, I really like them. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm biased, but you know, it's cool. You're safe. You change your blueprint, honey. Thank you very much. And I will t- I will just let everybody know I came off as a 33 today. <laughs> oh, life is good. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we could continue talking forever. And um, I again, I love each and every one of you guys. And thank you for coming over to the flip side. We will talk to you next time. And knowing Lauren, I will want to have her back this year for sure. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do a little r- circular episode later circle again circle of life circle of life there we go all right everybody actually i'm gonna we're just gonna go now so uh appreciate all of you guys love you guys bye